Good morning. Welcome to the show. It is Veterans Day. Morning, studio. Morning. So, I have a couple calls here for Veterans Day I want to put on. Let's go to Jessica in Georgia. Jessica, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? Well, I just wanted to give a shout out to my hometown in Fromberg, Montana. It's a teeny tiny town in the middle of nowhere, but they put together a huge Veterans Day celebration twice a year for Veterans and Memorial Day, and they lay out 273 crosses in honor of every soldier from our home county who has served or died in any of the wars. It's awesome. I mean, that, that, that's great that your town invests that much time, money, love. Effort. Yeah, yeah. That, that's an awesome story. Well, the crosses are handmade by the American Legion and my dad, Scott Miller and Christine Miller, both of whom are veterans from back in the day. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Maybe someone will hear this and it'll inspire them to do something like this. That's a small town. It's not like it's Boston. You know, they probably have some extra tax money laying around. They could do something <laughs> awesome like this. It's a small town. That's awesome. Hey, thank you, Jessica. Hope you have an awesome day, and thanks for sharing. Okay, thank you so much. All right, bye-bye. Uh, again, today's Veterans Day. We got a lot of callers lined up, right, talk about some stuff. Brian in Virginia is on. Brian, what's happening? Hey, Bobby. How y'all doing today? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? So I wanted to give you guys a heads up on this Veterans Day of an awesome project I'm working on with uh, Leashes of Valor. They train service dogs for veterans with uh, PTSD and TBI. Um, for the next two years, they're getting a puppy delivery today. In the next two years, I'll be following the puppies through their training and foster care and when they're with their veterans, uh, helping them with their PTSD or TBI. Man, that's awesome. And, you know, just personally, you know, here on the show, we have bought dogs for veterans which they're very expensive. Oh yeah, they're, they're like 20, 20 grand 000. to get trained and mm-hmm. um, a lot of work. And then I've done a lot of work with veterans with PTSD and dogs with Purina, I helped produce a documentary about it. So it's also something near and dear to my heart. So Leashes of Valor is what it's called and you can go to, you know, just I'm going to uh, pump up your side a little bit here Brian. leashesofvalor.org if you want to go. There's a picture of like five awesome dogs in the back of a truck and again, this is all about our vets. So I appreciate you sharing that Brian, and maybe somebody will hear this and go over and donate a few bucks. Yeah, awesome. Hopefully they will. And thank you so much for everything you do for our veterans. And uh, your books, they're inspirational. And uh, we really appreciate everything you do. Uh, Thanks a lot. Hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for sharing your story. You too, sir. Take care. All right, bye-bye. One other thing I wanted to mention as we start off the show here on Veterans Day was you said you saw something at the airport last weekend. Yeah, so when I was boarding my flight on Southwest, we were walking down, you know, the little... What's that thing called? Skywalk? Ramp. Yeah, the jetway. Yeah, the weird place where you stand with everybody in line. (laughs) Yes. And I mean, it was all decked out. Red, white, and blue, streamer signs, USA. And someone in front of me asked the pilot that was greeting everybody, like, hey, what's this decorated for? He's like, honestly, not quite sure. Maybe Veterans Day, but I'll find out. And then later when we were on the plane, the pilot came over the loudspeaker and said, you know, Southwest Air is a part of doing honor flights, which flies veterans from Austin to DC to visit Vietnam memorials and they were like and this is the 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 gateway the gate that takes them there so Mm. they decorate it for those veterans that are hopping on a plane to go to DC pretty cool yeah and they sponsor the flight and everything like they don't have to pay for anything we're glad you're here it is veterans day a big shout out to all of our veterans who have served who are serving we just would not be able to even do this show without you and so that will come up as a recurring theme throughout the show for sure but we just wanted to start with that this morning. Two weeks from Thanksgiving. Can't believe it. That's where we are today. And I get an email about Thanksgiving. Let's go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. 
Hello, Bobby. My family takes the holidays very seriously, and this year it's my turn to host Thanksgiving, and I am dreading it. My sister has already made a few jokes about my cooking and is bugging me about what I plan to make. It's driving me crazy, especially since it's still two weeks away. I've mostly held my tongue, but after she started sending me recipes, I finally snapped. I went off and basically told her that if she doesn't stop nagging me, she can stay home. Oh, my gosh. And now it has caused a huge family feud. My mom said I should apologize because she was only trying to help, but I really don't think I did anything wrong. What do you think I should do? Signed, Jennifer. Hmm. Well, here's the first thing I would say, Jennifer. I definitely wouldn't tell your sister she should stay home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) I mean, Like they say, sometimes you throw dirty rocks, and that's not a good rock. That's that's a dirty rock. They're like, hey, just stay home. I think with the holidays, there's a lot of pressure. I think it's funny that she's basically what I'm hearing is that she's telling her sister, if you keep trying to help me, don't even come. <laughs> I yes, <laughs> like yes, that's just fair, yeah. but I think that the help is coming in a very nagging Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Negative way. It's okay to set boundaries. But, but she even said she snapped, but then she said, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, let me read that part of the email yeah, yeah. again. <laughs> I went off and basically told her if she does, doesn't stop nagging me, she can stay home. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First, Jennifer, let me say that. It's tough. It's tough to have to plan for a holiday when people are coming to your house. Stressful. You do have every right to feel this way. You can even talk to your sister and say, hey, listen, I got this. And stop unless I ask for it because I'm stressed out in so many ways. That's a healthy boundary to set. I would love for your help. But if you have anything you want to suggest, ask me first if I want to hear it. Because I am really feeling stressed out. Yes. But you're in the wrong, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. And honestly, thanks your sister's not your sister's not being chill, by the way. Like, not cool of her, but we don't know her sister. More side. not cool of you to go than don't come. Yeah, that, that's a tough one. What were we gonna say? I was just gonna say. Also, I mean, the, if Thanksgiving is two weeks away, I think it's it's totally time to start planning. Like, mm-hmm. if you're <laughs> if you don't see that, like this is this is the time. If you're hosting, I would get on that. Can I go back to another part of the email that I feel like needs to be reflected on? Yes. Yes. Earlier in the email, she said, my sister has already made a few jokes about my cooking. Here's the root. The sister doesn't respect her. Oh, right. So let's get to the root of this. It's not that she's sending you recipes. It's that she doesn't respect your cooking and doesn't think you can do it. I'll be irritated about that too. (laughs) I would have a problem with somebody saying, I don't think you're good at this, so let me jump in here. Yeah, but it's her sister. I, I agree. Throw some bows. Get her out of the lane. They've probably been doing this their whole life. Make Thanksgiving and you don't have to do it again for a few years. Right. A couple of years ago, you know, when I had like, I mean, you were there and there was like 25 people at my house for Thanksgiving. I am thankful my sister was there because I was hosting and I had a plan and she kind of came in and took over the plan and actually made it better. Her cooking's better. I was going to do disposable dishes because 25 people and my sister's like, absolutely not. Food tastes better on real plates. I'm like, fine. If you want to set out the real plates, you can help wash the dishes. But like you can work together as a team and make it an amazing experience because that's one of my favorite Thanksgivings we've ever had. Did your sister make a joke about your cooking though? Yeah. Oh, she did. They all do. (laughs) They're like, they take bites of things. Did Amy make this? Okay. So a little more. Let's get over the ego then. Yeah. Jennifer, we like you. We're glad you emailed us, but we can't really side with you on this one. Mm Mm-hmm. We can't. It's stressful. We got you. Good job so far on, on, on accepting it and going, I'm going to take this on. Good for you. Uh, but now let people help and don't disinvite family members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, that's the mailbag. If you want to email us, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. She's 11 years old. Her name is Jessica Thompson. She's ate nothing but chicken nuggets for 10 years. Wow. Ever since she was 18 months old, she's ate nothing but chicken nuggets. It took three weeks at a hypnotherapist to deal with her avoidant restrictive food intake, which is something that can be diagnosed. It's called ARFID. According to her mother, she now can eat full meals, but it took a long time with therapy, hypnotherapy, to get her to stop eating only chicken nuggets. I, what is her inside of her body like? It's all chicken oh, nuggets. Yeah. yeah. All chicken nuggets all the time. That is wild. She had a 10-year streak of eating nothing but nugs. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Her mother, Julia, said that she became, the kid, obsessed with chicken nuggets when she was 18 months old and nothing else, nothing else would be acceptable for her to eat. Oh, that's got to be so hard as a parent. <laughs> it took three weeks worth of working with her to get her to eat new things at all. And now she's enjoying entire meals occasionally, but still eating the nugs sometimes. Yeah. Because that's not something you just go, no more nugs for you. It's something you got to peel a couple nugs back at a time. Yeah, especially if that's all they want. I feel like I've had to cut my daughter off from nugs. It's We're, we're not to that level, but we are at chicken nuggets almost every single day. The kind we keep in our freezer at home and she just pops them in the air fryer. She wants them for every meal. And yeah, I've had to good. say no. Me too. I'd like them a for a lot of times. meals. When did we start calling them nugs? Well, just now. In okay. the article. <laughs> a minute ago. Bobby no. Did. Oh, that was that's you? Just me. Oh, I thought that was the article. <laughs> no, I've never all, heard that in my life. That's all me using the word nugs. <laughs> all right. I think I've heard it somewhere, but <laughs> mm-hmm. no. So there's a story. I feel like this is going to be a health and wellness segment here. We'll consider that one health and wellness. There's a story that two in five people feel exhausted after walking up a flight of stairs, and the headline is Unfit Nation. Now, I read this. I consider myself to be in good to really good shape. I walk up a flight of stairs, I get exhausted. Yeah, me too. I think you just walk upstairs, you because that's a cardio that we don't normally do. So I feel like the story is a bit misleading. It, it just feels bad to walk upstairs. Yeah. It's not that everybody's unfit. We're probably a little more unfit generally as a society. But if you walk up any flight of stairs, aren't you like, ah, and you, you start to question yourself? Yes, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that because when you were reading the story, I'm like, that's me every single time. It's me every time. I get time. lightheaded. I'm I like, walk Whoa. up eight stairs. I'm like, ah. <laughs> but I can go out and run five miles if I need to. And then one more. New research shows that it's not about how long you sleep, but rather when you go to sleep. So they, they did this research. It's believed now that going to bed between 10 and 11 p.m. will lower your risk of heart disease. Here's a clinical psychologist and sleep specialist, Dr. Michael Bruce, talking about the study. People have a tendency to more think of cognitive health when they think of sleep. But remember something, when you're asleep, it's kind of giving your heart a little bit of a break to rest and relax and be ready for the next day. So when you shorten that time, your heart, unfortunately, doesn't get the rest that it needs. So between 10 and 11, I think that's for a person who probably wakes up between six, seven or eight. Right. For us, probably a little different. What time do you go to bed? Uh, between eight and nine. Classic. <laughs> yep. There were I a mean, lot of years where I would go to bed between seven and eight. Oh, but that was when oh. I was rolling solo. I was grinding solo. <laughs> yeah. And hey, I was grinding solo too, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like. And so yeah. huh. now huh? I do have a wife and we do have to have time that we spend together. And also like good TV doesn't even come on like sports until seven. So if I'm going to watch fantasy football or if I'm going to do DraftKings or if I'm going to watch Arkansas play back. Can't I can't go to bed, can't go to bed at eight. Mm-hmm. 
But the, luckily, I don't watch any of that. That's true. And my, there was a day recently where my kids put me to sleep. They tucked me in, and I'm like, okay, good luck. And they stayed awake? Well, no, they went and put themselves <laughs> to bed. Party. But I was like, do y'all want to read to me? Because I don't know. I just was so exhausted. And I know that that's not the typical order that parents should do. But it was one of those days where I had to go to bed and we have to wake up early. And I have things I got to do. There's a song about that. What is it? It's just one of them days. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that a mom goes through. Mm-hmm. When your kids put you to bed. I'm probably about a 930-er now. Raymundo, you're probably the earliest bedtime here. Yeah, I'm a sixer. Oh. <laughs> 6 p.m. But he wakes up at 1? Yeah. To get here at? 1.30. To launch the show at? 5. <laughs> and what do you do for the other three and a half hours? No, I schedule in a workout, and a lot of them just, like, precautionary. If a board was down, I could have it fixed by 5 a.m. So, I mean, th- there's a lot of reasons that I come in for that never happen, but they always could happen. I love that about you. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. The CMA Awards were last night. Here are the big winners. Luke Combs took home Entertainer of the Year. Carly Pierce took home Female Vocalist of the Year. Chris Stapleton took home four CMA Awards, including Male Vocalist of the Year. Old Dominion won Group of the Year, and Brothers Osborne won Duo of the Year. You can see the full list at bobbybones.com. Luke Combs performed a brand new song on the CMA Awards last night and then released it. The song is called Doing This. Also on the CMA Awards last night, Jennifer Hudson and Chris Stapleton teamed up for an Aretha Franklin tribute. Here's a clip. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So maybe this story will inspire you to form your own rake and run. This is where a group of teenagers get together one day every fall and they rake as many elderly people's lawns as possible. They rake, they run. And one elderly person who's 97 years old said that this is just so amazing for me. I don't even know how these kids do it. And it's a really nice thing to do for old people. I bet it's fun, too, because you're doing it with other people. Yeah. It's like an activity. I hated raking leaves. It was the worst. <laughs> raking, I would, in the fall, that's what I would do. I'd go and hustle around with my rakes and be like, can I rake your leaves, please? Knock on the door. Worse than mowing. Raking leaves was double it's all cool when you get everything in a pile and then the wind comes out of nowhere oh, and yeah. blows them all, all over the And then the if place. you got to bag them, or back in the day you could burn them, uh, you can't really do that yeah. as much now. <laughs> Breaking leaves is awful. So shout out to those kids for doing that. And again, whenever you're doing it as a community, it's a little easier, a little more fun to do. Yeah, they're in St. John's, Michigan, and yeah, they just gather together, middle schoolers and high schoolers. If they can do it, maybe some other people can. I was watching a video because now that we're a couple weeks out from Halloween, just a, I saw a kid go up and there was nothing in the bowl. And he was like, oh, crap. And so he took some of his candy and dumped it in the bowl for the oh, next. Oh, come no on. Way. World. That's what that makes me think about. Is that, those kids. kids. Yeah. Amazing. All right. That's what's up. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's three to three, by the way. Ooh. Elder versus millennial. Tied up. 
It's Eddie, the oldest on our show. 42 years old. Versus Morgan, number two, the youngest on our show. 28 years old. Answering trivia questions about each other's generations. Let's meet the competitors. Up first, he's the dad of four. The Hispanic who don't panic. Yeah. His favorite band is Pearl Jam. Ooh. And he's been known not to give a rip. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It's producer Eddie. Woo! His opponent, she runs all of our digital. Her favorite country artist is Shania Twain. And if she wins this game, she'll pop champagne. It's Morgan number two. Yeah. Okay. Eddie, you ready? Ready. Morgan knows all these answers, probably. What's the name of Ryan Gosling's character in The Notebook? Hmm. Man, I love that movie, too. I just can't think of his name. Feel like it's not like a normal name. It's like Shorty or something, or like Shorty. <laughs> Shorty. Okay. Oh, let's just go, Tommy. Incorrect. Morgan. To uh, steal. That would be Noah. Correct. Noah. Noah. Yeah. Way off. What Shorty. three artists, Eddie, <laughs> were involved in the famous kiss at the 2003 MTV VMAs? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got Madonna. She was a kisser. Then you have Brittany. She was a kisser. Now, who was the third kisser? Is that Christina Aguilera? Madonna, Brittany. Mm, I'm trying to picture it in my uh, in my head here. Uh, yeah. Ooh, was it Janet Jackson? No, she was the other one. <laughs> let's go. Let's go, Christina. Correct. Yeah! Janet Jackson was a Super Bowl with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Right. Other right. controversial story, yep. yes. Yep. Eddie, what Disney Channel show did the character Beans appear on? Beans? Disney Channel. Let's go with The Secret Life of Zack and Cody. I, you say that every question that's about any show that's on Disney. <laughs> and I feel time. like I'm going to get it at some point. That's incorrect. Okay. Morgan? I believe that's even Stevens. Correct. What? Never. The one Never Shia LaBeouf is in. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Morgan, over to you for the old person questions. Oh, yeah. Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano starred together in what 80s sitcom? Here is the theme song. Does that sound familiar? No, but that Tony Danza name does sound familiar. Somehow, somewhere in my memory. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm just going to list a, a few. I think Cheers was then. There's Seinfeld, The How I Met Your Mother. I don't think those are old enough. Need an answer? Gosh. Cheers. That's incorrect. Eddie, you can steal. Yeah, that's Who's the Boss. Correct. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Morgan, Love is a Battlefield is a song by what artist... Here is a clip. We are young. Heartache, heartache, we stand. I have no idea. Not even. Mm, yep. Love is a battlefield. That's a woman. Tina Turner. Incorrect. Eddie. Man, I have no clue. <gasps> wow. Yes. Oh. I'll take a guess, but I don't know. Is Go it ahead. Blondie? It is not. Woo! Yes! It's Pat Benatar. Oh, oh, man. Okay, finish this TV theme song. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, 
And there you have the blank. Take the good. I can bad. sing it for you. Okay. I, I always thought it was take the all. Take all. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the blank. <laughs> I, know, so. I just want to say three's company, too. Huh? I know that's not it. You uh, take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I just want it to come out, but it's not going to come out. Uh, the uh, cup of coffee. Incorrect. It's <laughs> a good guess. Eddie for the win. Facts of life. Facts of life is correct. Yeah! Was that yeah. for the win or the tie? It's for the win. Three Woo! to two. Let's yeah. go! It goes. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the, the facts, facts of life. life. The facts, facts of life. life. There's a t- you know not that at all. Uh, it's not a cup all. of coffee. The We're cup old. of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's our winner. Nice yeah. One win away from the championship. Okay, so lunchbox, what's happening? So we had a big storm months ago, and there was a lot of hail, and it, you know hit the house, and all my neighbors started getting new roofs because they had hail damage, and I was like. Hey, maybe I got hail damage. So I finally call a roofing company. They said, yeah, you got hail damage. I call the insurance. They come out and they agree. So they write me a check for thousands of dollars. Thousands. Okay, so but somebody came out. Yeah, and they looked at it. Two different people came out. Yes, a roofing guy and then my insurance guy, the adjuster or whatever he's called. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you definitely need a new roof. I see all the hail damage. We'll write you a check for this much. So they mailed me a check for thousands of dollars. And now I'm just like, well, why do we have to get a new roof? We already got the check. Do you need a new roof? According to them, I do, but I've been living in it for months and it hadn't, there's been nothing wrong with it since the storm. So let's and, talk about the fraud element of it. Why does your wife think that if you don't spend it on the roof, you could go to jail? She thinks that's fraud. Like insurance fraud? Yeah, that's what she She goes, you know, that's insurance fraud. And I said, no. I said, oh, do we need a new roof? And they said, yes. And they wrote me a check. I didn't say I was going to get a new roof. I said, <laughs> do we need a new roof? And they wrote me a check. So I'm like, why wouldn't we just keep these? Why wouldn't we just use this thousands of dollars for something fun? What do you have in mind? Ah, vacation. <laughs> um, I mean, I think where it's going to bite you in the butt is when you try to resell your house. If you yep. do ever move, yeah. that they're going to go, hey, you need to fix this roof, and it's going to cost you. Wait for it, thousands of dollars. Yeah. So at some point, you're going to have to pay this thousands of dollars. Oh. So basically, you're stealing from Peter to pay Paul. But then you got to pay Peter back at some point. Yeah, because they obviously found damage. Yes, They're that, not going to just assess your house and send you money if they don't think there's a valid reason that your roof needs fixing. But in my argument, I told my wife, like, Bobby got scholarship money for college and he went and bought a PlayStation. So Not he true. I took a, my one loan that I took. <laughs> That's different. I took out a $1,000 oh. loan and I bought a PlayStation and, and clothes. Okay, so yeah. you, maybe you didn't commit And then I fraud. paid it back. But oh. to Lunchbox's He's point... He's not committing fraud. You no, know, you can take the money and go on that really? vacation. Yes. 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 But, Woohoo! But that's Bobby's... The responsible oh. thing to do would be fix your roof because clearly there's something wrong and you'll end up paying for this later. If insurance came out, if an adjuster came out, if the, the roof guy came out and said you have damage, you are entitled to that check. because It's like if your car was in a wreck. If you can still drive your car around, you don't have to fix it as long as it's still drivable. Insurance gives you the money to fix it, though. Ah, man, okay, good. So I'm off the hook. So it's free cash, but at some point, you're going to have to pay for that roof. Right, but eventually maybe, you know, because prices are really, what is it called, high today? Like, uh, what, uh, inflated? Everything's high, right? Uh, Inflated. Okay. So maybe if I wait like a year, and then it'll go down, and shingles will be cheaper, and I'll get a better price, and I'll make, it's like an investment. It's like playing the that stock market. But is it an investment if you spend it on a vacation? Yeah, I mean, mental well-being. 
Okay, and if that's how you feel about it, great. Yeah. But you're not just getting off scot-free. Eventually, at some point, you're going to have to pay because you're going to have to get that roof fixed. Now, you could call a roofer and be like, hey, like I only have this much to spend on a roof. How how can you fix this? What What's the most you can do? You can peel off a little bit for yourself, a little bit for the roof. Yeah, find the lowest price. But remember, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I didn't think Well, that. well, but- to that point, a lunchbox could fix the roof himself. Oh, boy. Oh now it's God. trouble. And then oh go on That's when vacation. you end up paying double when you move. <laughs> Let's stop that. I'm not, I'm not getting up and on that Bobby, roof. you used to roof houses. You could help him. No, I can't. I do not. He's mm. busy. I did. No, I did a lot. I forgot of, about that. No, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> and I don't like heights. Uh, you're not committing fraud. Okay. So do whatever you want with the money. Yes. But just know at some point you're going to have to pay that back. Now his wife is irritated because she probably knew it wasn't going to send him to jail. She just wanted him to be scared so that he wouldn't do this. Mm. Had you lied about something and yeah, then no, they I didn't gave lie you insurance that. money, that, I, that would be fraud. I yes. thought about lying the first time. Like when the tornado came through, I wanted to get up there and rip shingles off. <laughs> And so, but then I, I didn't know. You would not do that. What is wrong with you? No, I thought about it. Okay. But you, where were you on the percentage of doing it? Uh, 45%. You said you were almost that high. there. I was almost there. I mean, I was like. But that's fraud. That would have been fraud. And someone would have had recorded you and then sent it in and then you'd get in trouble. Then he would make the news like he's always wanted. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's check the voicemail line from last night. Have a morning corny for you. <laughs> Why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? Because it was stuck in the crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was from a third grader. <laughs> all right, guys. I love you all. Thank you. Amy's morning corny comes up in a little bit. It will be an investigative morning corny. Ooh. But also what people are doing a little bit is they're leaving their tell me something goods, their personal tell me something goods on the voicemail line. So if you have one, we'd love to hear it. You'll have about 30 seconds to kind of peel it off before it cuts you off. Because it'll go beep, time's mm-hmm. up. But if you have a personal tell me something good, leave that on the voicemail line as well. 877-77-BOBBY. That's the number. The Bobby Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Selma Hayek hired an expert to check out her haunted house after having some lights go on and off and windows and doors opening and closing. And the expert found a total of 20 ghosts And the expert also got most of them to leave, but some of the good spirits, like a nun, he let her stay. Give me a break. Yeah, waste of money. Why don't you hire that expert and then go hire an electrician and get it really fixed? (laughs) That's the real problem. Yeah. The problem is some faulty wiring somewhere. (laughs) Like there's something... And if you hire a ghost expert, they're going to say they found some ghosts. Yeah, and they got rid of some. Okay, but Selma's daughter said that she has seen actual ghosts themselves in the house. This is like hiring a radio consultant. If you bring them into a station or a show and you go, we need you to really consult on this show, they're not going to go, oh, no, it's good. Because they need to justify the money you're paying for them. So they go, whoa, this Bobby guy, his last name is Bones. That's kind of stupid. We should change that. <laughs> they're going to find things wrong like this guy found ghosts. And also give me, I'm, you know what? I'm a ghost expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prove I'm not. Mm-hmm. Prove I don't talk to ghosts. Okay, what else? So I recently told you about Red Lobster's Cheddar Bay Biscuits now being in the freezer section at Walmart. But Red Lobster just announced Cheddar Bay Biscuit stuffing recipe on their website, Uh, redlobster.com. And to me, that sounds totally amazing. And I might even make it this Thanksgiving. So you can't buy this. You You make it. You just make it and they tell you how to make it. You can use their Cheddar Bay Biscuits inside the recipe and they say it'll be the perfect addition to your table. Okay, you have to go buy the biscuits and then use them in the recipe. Yes. 
Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, they're still getting you a little bit. Oh, yeah, of (laughs) course. It sounds so good, though. And then speaking of Thanksgiving and food, this is like a quick little thing that I saw. Like a lot of people travel with food for Thanksgiving, like on flights. They want to go. They want to have everything done. Yes, TSA put a whole article out about it saying like. I'd be afraid to check a turkey. Or I'd be afraid to take one to the beep beep. Well, (laughs) Well, people do. They they say that they expect to be x-raying a lot of bags containing turkeys, side dishes, and desserts. I guess that's a carry-on. <laughs> oh, you're not checking in a turkey. No but way. But even then, I would be afraid they would go, you can't take that through and have to throw a turkey away at the trash yeah, right you before can, the beef You in. can carry on. You're right. You can carry on the turkey, any meat, any kind of frozen meat, candy, baked goods, casseroles. Uh, but here's where it gets tricky. Some people like to bring their own homemade sauces. And they think that they can bring that through and carry it on. But it's a liquid. So if you've got a favorite gravy, sauce, cranberry sauce, anything like that, you have to check, check it. it. Yeah. And make sure <laughs> that it is like wrapped. You know it's going to bust open in the, in the sure. luggage too. <laughs> but you can put it inside Ziploc bags. There's ways to like keep it safe. So just keep that in mind. And then because today is Veterans Day, I just want to shout out to Chris Jansen and Bass Pro Shops because... They have this roundup at the register campaign going on from now until you have until November 13th. So a couple more days to shop and round up. And the the money that's gained there is going towards Folds of Honor, which is an awesome organization that helps veterans and their families. Awesome. Love it. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. John Rossi is a photographer in Salt Lake City, and he dressed up his daughter as Wonder Woman a few years back, and someone took a picture and posted it, and everybody was like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? And he was like, well, if so many people like it, how can I do good with this? So he started making costumes for kids, like battling illnesses, maybe if they're being bullied at school, he makes them a custom outfit, and he does a photo shoot for them to boost their confidence. That's awesome. Love that. That costume must have been really good for someone to take a picture in it for it to go viral. Yeah, mm-hmm. some of them cost like as much as fifteen hundred dollars a piece. Whoa. What? And he custom makes everyone, and he pays for it out of his own pocket. Dang, wow. that's, that's awesome. That's what it's all about, right there. That was tell me something good. It's time for the investigative morning corny. Once a week, we try to figure out the morning corny. It's me, Eddie, Lunchbox. Ninety seconds. Amy, are you ready? Ready. All right, let's go. The morning corny. What sound does a turkey's phone make? Go. Ring, ring, gobble, gobble, ring, yeah, gobble, 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 gobble tone. What's gobble tone? He committed to that. Gobble tone. What is gobble tone? I don't ring tone, gobble tone. What's the question? What sound does a turkey's phone make? Okay, what sound does a turkey make? And Gobble. And then what's the, the the parallel with a turkey? Wobble. Wobble, gobble, ring, ding. Jobble. Wobble, wobble, wobble. Cell phone, cell gobble, phone. Gobble, ring. It rings. Ring. Ring a ding, ding. What sound does a turkey's phone make? What sound does a phone make, though? It rings. It rings. I don't know. Or vibrates. Vibrate. But that's not, that's not a sound. <laughs> so if it's ring... See, I don't understand what What, what a does a turkey make. have or do that would be with ring? Gobble. It a gobbles. T- a turkey leg, a turkey wing. Wishbone. A Wishbone. Th- what? I don't that know, guys. Noise. I don't know. Wishbone. I kind of thought this one would be easy. Not gonna How about clucks? Yeah, what sound does a turkey's phone make? That's a chicken. Oh, same difference. Turkeys don't cluck? I don't think so. Mm. I could have been fooled into that one. 
Bobby, you're on to something. With a cluck? Y'all are running out of time. What the cluck? I, it clucks. <laughs> no, you. You, Bobby. I just oh, say Bobby. stuff. Bones, Bobby. No. Bird. Ugly. Stupid. Everybody Bird. hates it. Ring. You start being hurtful. Dweeb. Ring. 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 Dingling. Is the time up? Uh, time's up. Oh, my what? gosh, we guys. We have nothing. I don't wow, understand. Wow, wow, wow. Was I walking down the right area? You were. Okay. You were like, I thought maybe in your head you kind of knew it and you're trying to get these guys to guess it to give them a little Why credit. Why would you do that? But they didn't. You were like. <laughs> oh, you thought the smart guy was pulling the dumb kids out of the dump? Yes. <laughs> Interesting. And then y'all never got there. Okay, let's go. The morning corny. What sound does a turkey's phone make? What sound does a turkey's phone make? Wing, wing, wing. Mm. Wing? Wing? Turkey wing. Like a turkey wing. Wing, oh wing, gosh. wing. I wasn't close. I did say turkey wing. Yeah, you said, what does a turkey have? What's in a turkey that's also like a phone? You were like, you were like, leg, wing. And I was like, that's it. Wing, wing, wing. My teammates didn't think that. We would have never gotten that. That's no, they, after you did that, Eddie was like, gobble? <laughs> Clug? <laughs> All right. We did not. We Sorry, there's no championship Dang song it. this time. Arr. Can we do a segment about you guys' kids for a second? Oh, okay. Well, because Raymundo, who doesn't have kids, I don't have kids either, yet. Ray doesn't have kids yet, but at some point we plan to have kids. Oh, yeah. But you now think that they're exaggerating how hard being a parent is? Yeah, Amy and Eddie, they're always saying, oh, i got to run them to school. Oh, it's so stressful, these kids, and talking about whatever it is, it's so stressful. I had a niece and nephew for an entire weekend, and it was simple. Weekend. Wow, he two said days. weekend. That's crazy, right? Two days. I thought he was going to say an entire week. How old are they? Uh, nine and 11. Okay. I've had mine for 13 years, man. Yeah. Did you have to get them important places? Yeah, we drove all over the place. We went to the mall. We went to Buffalo oh, Wild Wings, yeah. in and out of stores. So you think they're exaggerating how hard parenting is. Why, why are they doing that, in your opinion? I don't, I don't, maybe to make us feel like their lives are so difficult. I, I just didn't feel like my life changed that much having kids. In fact, it was more interesting. I, I like bossed them around and told them to go get me things. It was cool. They're just like having two little personal assistants. Okay, Eddie, what do you have to say about this? I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, he spent two days with uh, one kid or two kids and nieces and nephews. This is, you can't compare that. Like, being a parent is the hardest thing you'll ever do. Like, it's so hard. You are responsible for raising children into this world and you have 18 years to do it it's very difficult not two days no not two days anything you want to say to him yeah i mean in those two days with them you're also seeing sides of their personality where they're having fun with you and everything's great and then when you're in the day-to-day with them you see every side every side of everybody that you're trying to manage and help them like grow up to be functioning adults it's not all mall trips and buffalo yeah, wild wings <laughs> I mean, that's that's fun for me like yeah <laughs> I there's like to do that. homework that yeah. you have to do there's life lessons that have to be learned there's chores there's bedtime there's hygiene discipline oh my yes, goodness like did you have to discipline them ray no, not really. There was one time they wanted to go play on the monkey bars, and I said, uh, why don't we go to the gym? There's stuff there that's similar to monkey bars, and I just got my workout in. It was awesome. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> this is ridiculous. What's happening with your kids, Amy? I mean, well, apparently my daughter can't make it to class on time. I got an email from the school that she now has detention because she has nine tardies. <gasps> that's well, brutal. That, that almost seems genetic. Yes. I know well, she's adopted. I am. But you got into so much trouble as a kid, your mom had to go to school with you. Yes. When I was in 11th grade, so I was about 17 years old, out of nowhere, I'm standing in a circle talking to my friends, and my mom taps me on the shoulder. And I turn around and I say, Mom, what are you doing here? And she's like, Well, since you can't make it to math class on time, I thought I would arrive in order to walk you to your math class so you could get there on time. And she escorted me to class. You should do that with your daughter. 
I told her I would do that, and she was like, okay, fine, whatever. She wasn't phased by it. I feel like it's different for her being in junior high than how I would have felt as a high schooler having my mom come walk me. But I have no idea. She couldn't explain why she, she gets to school on time. But what really hurt was at the bottom of the email, it said, please make a concerted effort to get your child to school on time. And I was like, oh. Oh, they were putting it on you now. H- hold up. We get our kids to school on time. If she's late, I don't know. I mean, it's not like I can always be a part of that process, obviously, because of the show. So I, I don't know. Maybe other people are making her late, but she served attention. Eddie, what's happening with your kids? I don't know. Let me pick the last thing that's happened. You know, raising kids is not only hard, it's expensive. So my little baby, we caught him because in the last, I don't know, five, six months, we have bought 20 phone chargers for iPhone. Like the little white cable that usually comes with the phone. We've bought 20 from Amazon Why? at $15 a piece because they start working. And then all of a sudden you plug your phone in and you're like, ah, it doesn't work anymore. It's so weird. Order another one. Plug it in. It works great. Two weeks later, doesn't work anymore. This is strange. I walk into the room and the baby has the charger in his mouth, licking it like a lollipop. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's why they're not working anymore. He's shortened them out. So I'm at Amazon buying 15 to 20 chargers in like three months. So what do you do about that? Uh, just start hiding. Now we have the chargers up way high where uh, he can't touch them. But man. Can, uh spray them with, like, when I don't want my dog to lick something, I bought this yuck spray, and I spray it, and it's supposed to deter her from licking it. Oh, so we use yuck spray on the kid. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. That stinks, though. You're buying in Dude, a bunch of them. Dude, we spend so much money on those chargers. Ray, how's that sound now? Yeah, the charger situation, Eddie, you just got to be smarter about that. Okay, he's still, he's digging in that you're just not a good parent and he would be one. Wireless chargers, man, they make them, look it up. Then it's baby proof. (laughs) You're going to die on this hill that being a parent's easy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. (sighs) Today is Veterans Day. So, first of all, shout out to all of our veterans that are listening to this show right now that have made it possible for us to even do this show. We appreciate you. And because it is Veterans Day, and because it's also move-in day for Army Staff Sergeant Jerry Majetic, I wanted to check in. Sergeant Majetic, thank you for being back on the show today. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So back in July, we teamed up with Building Homes for Heroes, and we helped build Sergeant Majetic and his wife Mariella a home. And so you, the B team, listening to the show, made $137,000. Like, you raised that, and today he is moving into this house that we were able to build for him. And we are so excited that this is happening. First of all, Sergeant Majetic, how are you feeling about the house? Do you feel like you're ready to go? Oh, yes. We are really ready to go, but we are overwhelmed and uh, extremely touched by everything that everybody's done for us, everything that you've done and and your listeners. So if you missed the story back in the day, like Sergeant Majetic is a hero, H-E-R-O, all capital letters. He served 20 years including a stint in the Marine Corps before being honorably discharged in 2007. While he was riding with his convoy, his vehicle was struck by an IED. It caused severe injuries, burns, um, face and scalp, the loss of his ears and nose, right hand and fingers on his left hand had to be amputated. I mean, this guy went and served for us, paid a big price, and I felt, Amy felt, Lunchbox, Eddie, the whole show felt like the least we can do is try to give back. And so today is the day that the house is built and he moves in that is built specially for him. So, you know, just super excited that it's happening for you and your family. You deserve it. Um, is there anything since it's Veterans Day that you would like to say to our listeners um, or other veterans that are out there listening to the show? No, again, thank you. I want to thank everybody. Um, to all my uh, veteran friends and colleagues out there, 
uh, remember to sit together. I always reach reach back and pull forward the next person because I know I'm going to spend the rest of my life uh, paying it forward. And I'm going to do anything I can for other veterans and our community. Mm, I like that. A good reminder. Reach back and help others. And uh, yeah, just we thank you so much for your service. And I'm just over the moon that you're actually moving into your house today. That's like, what a coincidence that you get to move in on Veterans Day. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> we we are so excited. And also, it is a coincidence. We didn't set it up for this to happen on Veterans Day. <laughs> no. We literally were going to check in, and then we were like, hey, let's talk about Veterans Day with Sergeant Majetic. So it wasn't like, hold the house till Veterans Day. No. Like, we've done, I mean, we've done, like, four houses mm-hmm. for four veterans, and I don't think any of them have fallen on Veterans Day. So this is super cool. Well, thank you for spending a little bit of your morning with us. Usually, moving days are kind of a, bum- a bummer because you're like, oh, i got to move. But I hope today is completely awesome for you, Sergeant Majetic. And it was our honor, me, this show, our listeners to come together and do this for you because what you did for us, we could never actually repay you for. No, thank, thank you so much. It's always, always my honor. There he is, Army Staff Sergeant Jerry Majetic. Let's clap him. Let's yeah. clap him. Today's a big day. Yeah. He's moving in. And hope cl- you got all the milk, too, because yeah. that's the stuff you forget about when you move into a new house. <laughs> oh, like the, the, food? the fridge stuff. Milk. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you move in the furniture and the clothes and the closets, but you get in there and you're like, all right, we're all moved in. And you're like, where's the cereal? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah. What well, I just wanted to also clap to our listeners because, yeah, if they didn't show up and want to support like Pimp and Joy Patriotic Line, which is what we do for the heroes, then none of this would be possible. Let's clap too. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. All right, Sergeant Majetic, have an awesome day and thank you for what you do for us. Thank you. It's wild to actually see it happen. I know we've seen it happen before. You're right. I think this is the fourth house that we've built mm-hmm. with our listeners. For no, us. and when we see the pictures of them standing outside the house, it's, like, very real. And you're like, oh, yes, that actually did happen. Because it happens in stages. We're like, let's find somebody we can help. Let's raise it. And then we're super pumped up. And then it takes a year to build a house. Mm-hmm. And then when it finally happens, you're like, holy crap. Like, you're actually seeing it. So we're super pumped it's happening today for him as well. So uh, on Veterans Day... Very, very happy to share the story with you guys. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's a 71-year-old man who decided to go for a hike with his two dogs, and he's in the middle of the woods on a trail when he has a seizure and he collapses. Well, one of the dogs, the Labrador, takes off down the trail, finds another hiker, is like, like, come this way. I don't know how she did it, but the hiker goes, uh, let me follow this dog, and it led her right to the man who was on the floor. She calls 911. Rescuers come and save the man, all because the dog went down the trail to get another hiker to help. That's crazy. My dog wouldn't do that. We had an issue with my dog. Because about three days a week, we'll send him to this little doggy day camp that's a mile from our house. And he'll go hang out. But they had to pull us aside and said, your dog's eating poop. Other dog's poop. We had to be the, they had to pull us aside. This is kind of like the story. It's the opposite of that story, actually. (laughs) So we said, if he does it again, spray him with a water bottle. Like, don't let him do that. Yeah, I was like, how do you fix that? But I guess, yeah, squirt, squirt. And I had a, had a talk with them. Mm-hmm. Like, buddy, don't do that. Do they talk like the dog, like the dog did to the hiker? No, Follow me. None no, of that happened. None of that, okay. None of that. All, right. all right, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? You guys can hit us up, 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. This is my reminder that you can call us and be a part of the show. We love it when you're part of the show. We feel like you're a part of the show even when you're not on the phone. So 877 877- 77 Bobby. Bobby's Big Stories. We'll start with some of the CMA Award winners last night. The big award was Entertainer of the Year. 
and rightfully so, Luke Combs was the winner. Here is his acceptance speech last night. I just want to thank everybody in this room, the fans, every artist in this room. Every single person that was nominated for this award this year and every year before deserves to, deserves to win this. I don't deserve to win it, but I'm sure as hell glad that I did. Thank y'all so much. Good speech. Mm-hmm. Also, other notables, Jimmy won, Jimmy Allen. Yeah. He should have won. He's been a not a new artist. But when he put that list out, I was like, he's got to win this because he's the most accomplished in that list. So uh, congratulations to Jimmy winning Best New Artist. And then Stapleton won six. It was basically Chris Stapleton night. <laughs> Crazy. Between that and his performance with Jennifer Hudson, it was basically Stapleton night. So congratulations. There are a lot more, too. You can go to bobbybones.com. I did see Kelsey and Kenny Chesney won a couple for Musical Event of the Year and Music Video of the Year. Um, I love that song. That half of my hometown. Is, my hometown this song to me is so good. I think I've said it before. It's my favorite song on the radio right now. So congratulations. There's a lot. But I think we'll move on. Story number two. Remember the story in Kentucky about the high school principal and the two staffers that had that pep rally? The guys were doing a beauty pageant and they were like lap dancing on the principal. Yeah, how could we forget (laughs) students lap dancing on teachers? Yes. And I brought it on the air and I was like, well, what's happening here? And so I will read to you now the update on that because the principal, his name is Happy Mobellini. That's what they call him. Donald Happy Mobellini. (laughs) Uh, as well as two staff members, Larry Thacker and Joshua Hart, received reprimands for a homecoming event on October 27th. They were criticized when they were getting lap dances by male students. The man pageant event drew online criticism. A lot of people talked about it, but they were just given slaps on the wrist, reprimanded. And I think they wrote this article to create outrage on how can you only give them slaps on the wrist? I think actually if they're good principals and good staff members, and I... I, I don't think we can cancel like good, you know, educators because of this. They didn't do anything that hurt the kids. They made a couple of bad decisions, but I don't think that that warrants them being fired, which is what a lot of people wanted. Yeah, I think that's a little extreme. I do too. I mean, well, now that we know the details, when we first heard it, <laughs> anytime you hear lap dance on a principal, <laughs> right? That's bad. And I think had it been a real, yes. Again, there's some nuance that can be used here. And if it had been girls and a guy, it's very different. Like the the whole scenario just could have been handled better, and they'll learn yes. from it, and they'll grow from yes. it, and everyone will be better There'll for be it. No more lap dances this school. Oh, yeah. I guarantee no you. Chance. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> so, do you think they should have been fired? No. I don't either. That's the controversial opinion is to not fire them. I don't think they should either because I think they've learned. That happened. But now I think there's been a lot of learning. Yes. And oh, happy probably isn't as happy. (laughs) But I think he's going to be a better principal after. I mean, he's he's humiliated. Yes, of course. Like this is a national news story. And it's like probably never he never thought I was going to leave his gym. You know, like (laughs) this was it just got out of hand. Like if my kids were at that school, I would not be fighting for anybody to get fired. I would just be like, hey, let's learn from this. I mean, but hopefully it doesn't spoil any kind of fun that the school gets to have during a pep rally, you know? Well, I think you have a great point there. I don't think on the agenda it said lap dances from dudes. Right, no. <laughs> for the principal. I think it probably happened. And and they're already in the moment. It's a weird situation, but I think the right move was made in just saying, hey, you guys are good at your job. Let's learn from this and move on and not firing them. Now, if something happens again. Or if something happens we didn't know about. He fired. But I don't think so. Right. Okay. Anybody else disagree? Anybody want to fire him? No. No, 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 no. 
All right. Well, there's the update to that story. I just don't think we go getting rid of people because they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And finally, five questions people are Googling about Veterans Day, which I thought would be interesting to share because we've been talking about it all morning. Number one, are active duty military considered veterans? Yes. Technically, no. Uh-huh. Veterans are former members of the military, not people who are still serving. Anyone who was a full-time service member is a vet unless they were dishonorably discharged. Interesting. I thought it was anybody that had served in a war. This is what I'm reading. I mean, I'm sure that's right, obviously. I only know because I searched it. I don't know. I'm not committed to it. I'm just reading you what I found. (laughs) So it's once you're out. Here's what I do. I just support everybody in the military. Uh Any day I'm like, hey, happy Veterans Day. Serving, not served. Family member of someone who served? Mm -hmm. Thinking about serving? (laughs) No, that one not so much. No, that one not so much. Uh, Why is Veterans Day on the 11th? Do you know the answer to that? Nope. It marks the armistice of November 11th, 1918. That's the formal agreement that officially ended World War I. Hmm. Veterans Day was originally called Armistice Day, which President Eisenhower, who was also a veteran, changed it to Veterans Day in 1954, probably because people were just confused like us. It's like, what's an armistice? That's yeah. hard to say, too. And also, am I, even saying, I don't know if I'm even saying it right. <laughs> exactly. Could be armistice. <laughs> I don't know. How many World War II veterans are still alive? According Ooh. to the Department of Veterans Affairs, roughly 240,000 World War II vets are still with us. Oh, wow. Around 16 million Americans served in World War wow. II. Crazy. Wow. 16 million. That's that wild. war just is wild. Uh, happy Veterans Day. Just We appreciate you so much. You know, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast today. We had on Sergeant Majedic, who, you know, we were able to build and and give him a house. I mean, he was hit by an IED. He's had a lot happen to him physically. 80 surgeries? Yeah. Or more? Yeah. And so we had him on this morning because today's moving in his house. We were able to build him. So shout out to the B team. We raised all that money right here on the show. Took him a year to build the house, right? Yeah. I mean, I less. think I, it was le- this one's less. Sometimes it just depends on the type of house and where and location. But it's always fun when we have move-in day and we get to see them actually in the house and seeing the pictures. It makes it very real. And they put, like, building homes for heroes, they put, like, signs up because the veterans, they're so thankful, too. And they put, like, Bobby Bone Show signs up in the house window and Pimp and Joy signs up in the house window. And so But the rule fun. is in the contract, they can never take them down. No. <laughs> we got to stay there forever. No, yeah, like, yeah, it's part of our rule. Like, you sign this. <laughs> cool because then our listeners get to see like hey yeah it's not like you're just buying a shirt or a hat Mm -hmm. say pimp and joy for no reason like it literally you see where your money went so it's pretty cool and all the doorbells when you push it the button Mm -hmm. it goes bobby bone show (laughs) (laughs) no it doesn't but you can actually hear just you know how awesome he is uh, how awesome you guys are for making that happen on the podcast it'll be loaded today after the show because Obviously, one of the most important things that we can do all year round, not just Veterans Day, is support our veterans and support our military. On the phone is Chris. Chris, thank you for calling the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, morning, studio. Mo- morning? What do you say? I don't is know. morning, studio? I don't know. <laughs> I think. Hey, sorry, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. <laughs> all right, so me and a buddy are sitting in the truck and listening to you guys, and we've got a debate going, so... We're hearing half you guys say veterans and the other saying veterans. Um, we both say it differently and um, wanted to get your opinion on how do you say veteran. Well, veteran. I, I, I think it's probably like how you say many words that are pronounced differently based on the accent. Me, being from Arkansas, being from the South, I say veteran because that is an accented version of, I guess, veteran. <laughs> 
Amy, growing up in Texas, does not have as thick of an accent as I do. Yeah, I say veteran. And you say veteran, but I, it's like caramel and caramel, right? Mm-hmm. Or almond and almond. No one says no, almond. No one, says, no one, says, almond. Almond. No one says almond. No one says almond. That's a bad example. <laughs> yes, I do. I, 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 there's not a right or wrong answer. Regionally, I think some folks say veteran like me. Uh-huh. And most people probably say veteran because that's how it's written. Yeah. And but we just need to roll with it. Who it's, cares? It's just an accent. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Chris, as long as you're saying it, that's all that matters in a good way. <laughs> all right. All right, buddy. See you later. There he is, Chris. All right. Uh, let's go over and talk to Amber in Manhattan, Kansas. Amber, how are you? Morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. <laughs> Hi, I just wanted to give a shout out for Veterans Day for my husband, his best friend, and my two brothers. Quite the family. Well, they of, all served. Yeah, quite the family of veterans there. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, three of them are in the Marine Corps, and one of them is in the Army. Do you want to shout them out specifically, or is that just like a generic, like, these are my guys kind of thing? Um, Generic, I guess. Okay, there it is. Then you have done that, <laughs> and thank you for calling. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, bye-bye. Amy, oh, was she yelling? I think she said bye. I she was going down a drain. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, do you get your husband, like, a cupcake or something? Or, like, a dinner... I mean, yeah, we, veteran, well, we acknowledge it in our house and try to explain to the kids like what it means. Uh, also, Papa B, their grandpa served in Vietnam. And so, yeah, we make it a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's take one more call. This is Greg in West Virginia. Greg, you're on the show. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I just wanted to give a shout out um, a gentleman from here where I live, Hershey. Herschel Woody Williams. He's 97 years old, and he's the oldest living recipient of the Medal of Honor. That's and he's awesome. always involved in all the veteran stuff, but he just recently had a fall, and he's in the hospital and not able to attend today. But I just wanted to give a shout-out to him. Well, we appreciate you doing that, and we appreciate Herschel Woody Williams, right? That's his name? That's right. 97. That, that's correct, Bobby. Also, to just be 97. Mm-hmm. But to be 97 and still active in something, and it obviously he's passionate about, you know, the United States, veterans, veteran affairs, like, that's amazing. So thank you for sharing that with us, Greg. That's, that's great to know. Oh, well, thank you, and you all have a great day. Yeah, you too, buddy. See you later. It's Veterans Day, and if you guys have something you want to say, the phone lines are, I would say they're kind of open. There's a lot of people calling right now, but if you want to get in, 877-77-BOBBY. Uh, Amy, you want to walk to the microphone? You want to try this? Yeah. <laughs> we have a microphone set up on the stage in our studio <laughs> okay. because Amy was talking about this song here. And that she, it's like the song that she sings the best, she yeah, says. With the with them. So I, I get that with the instrumental, it's going to be different. You can't back out now because I'm not you're over there out. bragging about how my, it's in your wheelhouse. it is my wheelhouse when I have Ryan and Marin with me. Okay, here is Amy. She's going to try to sing this song with the instrumental. Yeah, so, and I've never done this before. I was on, on backtracking. But you brought it up to us. We didn't bring this up I to you. I just said it feels good when I sing it, and it's in my <laughs> wheelhouse. Like, it, I just feel like a different vibe when the when the, the, the tune, or whatever, the chords of it. Can you turn up the reverb so she can hear herself? Amy, watch this. Talk now. Hello? Is that making me sound better? I don't know. Yeah, give it echo. Hold on. Let me turn up my sound pack. Is that what this is called? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that is. That's that's a lot. That's called reverb. Mm-hmm. We are, need it. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm starting where I'm starting. Marin's part. At the beginning. <laughs> the beginning? <laughs> right, Ray? 
Yeah. Okay. I'm starting where I start. Here we go. <laughs> no, the beginning. Come on, Amy. You have to cue me in. <laughs> well, for somebody who brags about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, Amy. Are you ready? Three, two, go. You come over when the wine's all gone. Always catch me when I'm not that strong. Then you wind up staying all night long. Ain't nothing new. Then I wake up with you on my chest. You got a way of making me forget. Girl, with you, the answer's always yes. Every time you call. Slow down. But I know, I know it's a matter of time to you watch this is, oh, leave me standing here lonely, feeling like a fool. Sing it harder. Sing it harder. You got it. Every time, every time you say we're done, you come back to the love you were running from. Don't know why, don't know why I let you, but I do. I love chasing after you. <laughs> I okay, that's I don't know, Amy. I, I don't know. Yes, this is correct. But if you sang like that, it would be better. You were, Amy, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. stop. Yeah, Bobby's right. Amy, you singing the song like this. You are tall. Yeah. Because I but, get nervous and it's sing, just me. But when I have Ryan and Marin, Marin with me, hit it again. No, but you sing it harder. Try to sing it hard like you do without them. Right? Can you okay, get it you act like the, I perform all the time. Can you get it kind of the chorus? Okay. You brought this up. Okay. We didn't come up with this. Hit the Marin thing again, Marin Ryan, so I can feel it. And Amy, do it like Marin, not Elvis. Hard, yeah, sing it. Like, yeah. Sing it hard. Ready? Here we go. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Where? It's coming up. Tell me my ears, because my eyes are closed. Here it comes. Go. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's a matter okay. of time till right. you walk, till you walk right out of my life. Leave me standing there lonely, feeling like a fool. Okay, get a little better. Come on, go hard, go hard. Don't why, don't know why I walk <laughs> out of my life. Okay. Leave me standing right. there lonely. Push it, Amy. This is, I can, if you hear me with them, you will think differently. We don't. <laughs> No, you sound like Abby. <laughs> hey. It's <laughs> not, not that bad. That good. No, no, not Abby's that good. Gosh, Abby's you know, you just hear yourself so differently, and then when you have a microphone and headphones, and then you hear yourself, it's really bad. Yeah. But when I'm in my thing. car, when I'm in my car and this comes on, I'm like, don't know why, and don't that's know okay. why you say we're done. You come back to the love you were running from. Are you rapping? <laughs> I want to take that one out of your wheelhouse. Okay. Lunchbox claims he has a story that's going to make me question everything I believe. Okay, go ahead. Okay, you are a big non-drinker. You never drank in your life. But researchers now say alcohol consumption has improved the chances to avoid heart disease. Hmm. This is not a new story. It is. Moderate drinkers had a lower (laughs) risk of heart problems than healthy individuals not drinking at all. And the, like, money spot... Four drinks a week. Wow. And this prevents heart disease? Prevents heart disease. Fully. It's so, a full, full force filled. What yes. about, then what, does it increase your liver disease? <laughs> Results. You have to give a take, Amy. <laughs> yeah. With older yeah. uh, adults that are older with higher levels of drinking actually fared better than those with drinking no alcohol. Hmm. So it is better for your heart to drink. 
Man. So what do you suggest I do? You got to start drinking at least four a week. At least. For what? For beers? Alcoholic beverages. Doesn't matter. It doesn't say. I don't have if it's vodka, if it's tequila, if it's Bud Light, if it's Coors Light. But it just says alcohol is good for the heart. You about to list them all? (laughs) I could have. I don't know. I wish someone could really break down like what to believe. Because we have articles that say this, and then we have articles that say not to drink. And then alcohol can be extremely harmful to some people. And This this research is probably done by Tito's. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, thank you for that. Are you thinking about changing? I am not. Mm -hmm. So you're not worried about heart health? I mean, you're telling your heart you don't care about it? I am now starting to worry a bit about heart health. There you go. And blood pressure a bit. I'm 41 now. I'm not 25 anymore. Cholesterol. Yeah. One time a doctor said, hey, your cholesterol is a little high. And I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Because as a you know 27-year-old, you don't even look that stuff up. Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to change what I do. I do think, or at least not for that, but I do think there'll be a day when I have a drink and I won't tell you jabronis. You've been saying that for years. Yeah, years. Your heart will be better for it. Years. No when I don't think coming. your heart gets better when you drink. Like it doesn't Did get I, better. I need to read this again. No, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm wondering how it actually does. Like someone, I'd love. You don't do a shot of tequila it. and it's like Advil when you have a headache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure it makes me feel better. Okay, uh, thank you for that. But no, I don't think I'll be changing anything that I do. Uh, last night, Morgan went to the CMAs, and what was funny, I knew you were going, but apparently you got some really bad tickets. Oh yeah, it was some weird communication happened. I had went through CMA like three weeks ago. And then last week, apparently, we had tickets, like, through the show, and I thought it was all the same thing. It was not the same thing, okay? We were kind of, like, up in the nosebleeds. Nice. <laughs> so when Dan and Shay, like, levitated on the stage during the CMAs, that's where we were closest. They gave you fives. Hey, guys. <laughs> what are you guys doing up here? <laughs> How was it last night? It was it was really good. I mean, it was the, the best moment was definitely the Chris Stapleton, Jennifer Hudson thing. Besides that, just your typical awards night. That was the only moment that really stood out to me. So, But I did take my boyfriend for the first time, so he got to experience the whole award situation. He couldn't see, but he got to experience yeah. it. <laughs> was he did like, he oh, think this tickets nice. would be better because you're on a show? No, honestly, he because I was like kind of frustrated because I felt bad that I was taking him for our first thing and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I had no idea what was happening and he's he was like totally calming me down. He's, he's not a huge country music fan. Like, that's where we're polar opposites. He really doesn't listen. So he's like, I'm going for you. Like, it, it's whatever. But I felt bad pretty much the whole time. Did you guys dress up? Yeah, I mean, we, he was wearing a suit. I had a sparkly oh. dress on. So, yeah, like prom. Yeah, kind of. So, like the red carpet. Yes, but no red carpet. Nosebleeds. <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> Elevators. So, like, when they got when they came to you with the, the show tickets, you were like, oh, no, I'm good. I already got some. Yeah, I thought it was all the same thing. I had no idea. Jordan Love, who's the backup quarterback for the Packers, mm-hmm. his girlfriend was watching him. He had his first start last week. And his girlfriend was there, and she was sitting at the very, very top against the wall. Like, basically, the nosebleeds in the stadium. With his mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the very last seat in the stadium. Like, their backs were touching the wall. Oh, Oh. so sad. So, basically, Morgan at the CMAs (laughs) last night. Uh, Let's take a couple calls here. It is Veterans Day. We've been, you know, talking with you guys all morning about this. Uh, Let's go to Tiffany, who's on the phone right now. Hey, Tiffany, thank you for calling. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I actually wanted to give a shout-out to... My grandfather, who is no longer with us, he was a World War II vet and also a Purple Heart recipient. Um, And to my husband, uh, who served four years as a Navy, and I also have several family members um, that served in both uh, World War II, Navy, uh, Army, and uh, Marine Corps. Well, thank you for calling, and 
you know, send our appreciation to them as well. Thank you very much. Definitely. Thank you. All right. Have see you later. Day. You too. Uh, David in Mississippi is on the phone. David, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Good morning. I just wanted to – good morning, studio. Morning. I want to give a shout-out to my dad, John Shepard, who was an Army veteran. We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of his death. And my boss, Jim Godwin, who is an Air Force veteran, who is one of the best bosses you could ever have. And I also want to tell Amy, you did a great job, sweetheart. Oh, thank you. Is he deaf? His hearing is hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does anyone well. say his hearing is hard? <laughs> like, I've heard a hard of hearing, but I've never heard anyone go, his hearing is hard. I don't, I don't know. I just, he's hard of hearing. You're right. Yeah. I mixed that up. But is is his hearing hard? A I thing? don't know. I can't. But that's what came out of me naturally. Yeah. Let me ask him. So. Hey, David. First of all, I appreciate you calling with those shout outs. Second of all, are you hard of hearing? No. It's uh, <laughs> once she let go, she did a great job. Oh, so I needed to let go. Yeah. I know it's nerve wracking up there in front of these guys. David, thank you for the call, buddy. Have a great day. Thank you. God bless y'all. You too. Uh, Jessica is on in Wichita, Kansas. Jessica, welcome to the show. What's happening? Hi. Um. I am just getting home from taking my kids to school. Awesome. Um, I just wanted to um, give a shout out to my husband. He is a veteran. Um, his name is Eric, and he is also a Purple Heart recipient. Wow! So he's uh, he's been through a lot. Twenty surgeries. Wow. Um, I I did not meet him until after he was injured. Um, but uh, we got together after that, and we've been together for almost 10 years and have three beautiful kids. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing and, that with us. And, and tell Eric you. we said uh, we appreciate him serving so much. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead and finish that, that sentence. It's okay. Um, so he wanted me to tell you that he has been listening to you since you were on the R&B station. Close. And um, yeah. that Pop. he yeah. absolutely loves your show. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, tell Eric, I said, first of all, since it's Veterans Day, we appreciate him. And also when it's not Veterans Day, that we appreciate him. Yes. You know, we just are, are are so grateful that our military goes out and does what they do because that allows us to do what we do. And and I'm a wuss. I am. I'll be honest with you. I can never do. I can never do that. I am Wussy 1000. That would be my nickname <laughs> if they put me in the military. All right, Wussy 1000. Yeah. You go first. Yeah, I'll be, I, I don't know what to do. So appreciate you guys. Thank you. And thank you for calling. And tell Eric we said I hope he has an awesome day. All right, thank you. All right, let me take one more. Polly is on the phone. Hey, Polly, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I just want to shout out to Amy. You were wonderful. You sang really good. <laughs> And shout out to (laughs) all the service people for their service. And my brother, Tommy McCoy, and my brother-in-law, Daryl Potter, they're veterans. And today is my dad's first year when he passed away. So I want to shout out to everybody for their service. Well, thank you very much. The sentiment is from us as well. If you just turn on the show, we've hopefully been able to convey that we are so appreciative of our veterans from 5 o'clock a.m. when we started until now. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for calling. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Jacksonville, Florida. Last week, Caroline was named Florida's Teacher of the Year. So the school put it out on their Instagram congratulating her. 
Well, some students went up there and put negative comments. On the Instagram? On the Instagram, saying, oh, you're a terrible teacher. Wow. So the teacher called one of the students in, yelled at her, and punched her in the nose. Oh, oh yeah, well. Well, what was the comment? Yeah. <laughs> you're a terrible teacher. Hey, hey listen, sometimes I get so, I get a little triggered by comments, so I, you can't do that. You can't punch the student. <laughs> no. But also, students, let her win her award. <laughs> so they take it away? Oh, okay. After yeah, the yeah, party, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Away. <laughs> she punched her, huh? Gave her a bloody nose. How does a teacher even get an award that would have the ability to punch a kid? Maybe yeah. she had everybody fooled except for the kids. And I wonder what the comment was again. <laughs> wow, okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Okay, it's now time for a segment called Country Music Secrets. Ray Mundo's Country Music Secrets. Except Ray didn't bring it today. Eddie oh. brought one. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so is this a, what is this, pretty controversial one? Oh, uh, I mean, I just think that someone in the show is going to be real interested when they hear this secret. Okay, let's go. So there is a country star, massive country star, that thinks Amy is the hottest person in the world. They said, I heard, right. listen, from my quote, from, the, your quote. From, my, from my source, the <laughs> quote is, Amy is so hot. That every time she interviews me, I get nervous. <laughs> oh. George Strait? No. Oh. Just you, kidding. I don't think you've ever interviewed him straight up. No. <laughs> I do in my head. How massive? What do you mean? Well, there's You're tears. saying massive, but it's probably not massive. I mean, massive. He, I'd say he's a country superstar. A? A oh. country superstar? No, no, no. A-list? Because A is, you know, the Garths, uh-huh. the Luke Bryans. B is the Kane Browns. Sure. You know, still massive, but not quite to entertainer of the year level yet. What's C? Like a single, two singles, two no, number ones? No, C is still pretty big, but okay, a few number ones. I'd go between B and C. Okay, so not massive. You but, said but massive. A star, hey, yeah. it's a country superstar. And how do you know this? Like, why would he say this to you? My source was just talking to me and said that, you know, he had a conversation with this person. And he's like, oh, did you know this about this guy? Huh. I said, no, I did not. I have to bring this to the show. Married? Maybe. Oh, this is weird. Oh, I don't Jordan to, Davis. I don't <laughs> I'm not no, saying I who haven't. it is. There's no. I'm, I might take this one to the grave, bones. Travis Denning. I'm not saying. No. <laughs> Travis Denning just got engaged. You're not gonna tell us? Mm-mm. Not even off the air? I can't do it. Like an initial? Uh. What about a letter in their name? Not an initial. Just one letter. Can you give us a letter in their name? Yeah. Sure. This is awkward. M. That's just in the uh, name. Oh, Parker McCollum. No. Not saying anything else. Give us another one. Okay. No, no, that's it. Give us the first letter. Just an M. Okay. Ray, do you have any guess? Um, I wanted to do a younger guy, so yeah, I mean, I know he's just engaged, Denning or or the or McCollum. Yeah, I think it'd have to be a younger guy who's looking at Amy like a mom figure. Oh gosh. <laughs> like a hot mom figure. That's what I would think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Well, Eddie, thank you for that country music secret, even You're though welcome, we don't guys. know who it is. You're welcome. That was Raymundo's Country Music Secrets. Morgan, do you have any guesses about that? I mean, I thought it was Parker McCollum. But- Ooh, a lot of Parker McCollums. Well, yeah, it does have an M in his name. Uh-huh. He has two in his last name, <laughs> which would why Eddie would probably think of the letter M. Yes. Hmm. Okay. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, on tomorrow's show, Low Cash will be on. We'll do the dance parties. Have an awesome Thursday. Catch you guys Friday. Bye, everybody. This is a Bobby Bone Show. Bobby Bone.